everybody this is the big old belt wrestling podcast if you're uh doing your last minute prep for money in the bank um remember that we have uh, two versions of our predictions out one as fanboys and one as realists so do check those out those are our previous episodes as well as the um money in the bank ladder match odds for who we think um has the greatest chance to win the match based on current booking and future potential um, fantasy booking. Uh, this is Aaron. I am a man with a new Seth Rollins shirt and a new AJ Styles shirt. I'm here with Mr. Two James. What uh, what shirt are you wearing today? <laughs> a wife beater. He's wearing a wife beater. So you have the Dean Ambrose look. Yep. <laughs> All right. And I'm also here with Mr. Silly Sellis, who's folding laundry. So what uh, what shirt are you wearing that you're not folding right now? I'm actually like two chains and wearing the Dean Ambrose look as the white beater. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes. Honestly, I would be rocking the Dean Ambrose look too, but I, I had to go out and about this morning, so I had to get dressed. Awesome, awesome. Oh, I appreciate man. his attire much more now. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> What's crazy is I ordered um, these two new shirts on eBay from China, and the um, – I don't know if they just print them with, through a different manufacturer over there, but my the AJ Styles one is like the one he came out with when he first signed with WWE, but it has the old WWE like scratchy logo on the tag instead of the new streamlined one that like the network has. So I may have gotten some some bootleg AJ Styles shirt, but it looks the same. So I don't know. Hey, it's cost effective, so you won. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, so we're gonna kind of typically on Sundays we do a three count where we. Um, we hit you with three quick topics to get your wrestling week started or get you ready for the pay-per-view of that day. Um, we're actually going to do four topics today because there's so much to talk about. We'll start with, Celeste, um, you said that uh, before we logged on that there's been some changes to the Money in the Bank card. Why don't you run down what's been moved to the main card and what has now been added to the pre-show? Absolutely. Um, and I'm going to try to flip on my iPad. I hope I don't get cut off. I think I want fans, but let's try it. Um Am I still here? Yeah, you're good. Okay, great, great, great. So according to what I read on Bleach Report when I just came across this, it said that the Apollo Crews match versus Sheamus match is now moved to the main show as well as Dolph Ziggler and uh, Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. And what's been added to the pre-show is the Dudley Boys against Los Matadores. Uh, not Los Matadores. Ooh, excuse me. Um the Lucha Dragons. The, the, the Lucha Dragons. Why, why am I thinking those Matadors? Yes, the Lucha <laughs> Dragons. And then also, Brazango versus the Golden Truth will also be um, in the pre-show. So you got two tag matches in the pre-show. And I think with the switching of putting the Baron Corbin match and the Apollo Crews match, not together, but two separate matches on the main card, I think they're going to structure the money in the bank where they're going to have an 8 o'clock main event, a 9 o'clock main event, of course, the ultimate main event, to try to keep in competition with the... NBA Finals, which we're gonna we're gonna definitely talk about that later in this episode. Um, that pre-show sounds like hot garbage. It it really does. Um, 
it, it really has no point to watch it until eight o'clock. I know, you know, happy Father's Day to all the fathers that will be out there. Um, as we have some, you know, fathers near and far dear to us uh, that we want to, you know, recognize. But um, it, I guess that's a way for everybody to max out their Father's Day time before they come in to watch wrestling at eight o'clock. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I can I tell you why I'm not a fan of this move, and I'm interested to hear what you think about this too, too, James. Um, I like the idea of the le- like the less is more approach to a card where like I I want to care about every match instead of having a lot of matches, some of which I care about, some of which I don't. I think Ring of Honor is very guilty of this with their pay per views at times. Um, I don't care about anything on the pre show. It would make me care more if like the um, what are, what's the Primo and Epico tag team called? The Rising Stars or something? If they just interfered in both of those tag matches, that would be kind of awesome. But I don't really care about these two matches that have been moved to the main card. Like I like Apollo Cruz enough, but I I was looking forward to seeing a lot of really big mat or a few big matches as opposed to a lot of matches, some of which I care about, some of which I don't. What do you think about that, Two Chains? Yeah, I agree. It's like more and more now that the pre-cars are just becoming uh, squash matches or just high predictable matches and really no relevance. So now you take those, put them on the main car. So and then they're going to be then they're going to be spaced out in weird places. I don't know if that's to uh, again try to um, make sure that the high-profile matches are in direct opposites of the NBA championship. So. You know, maybe a big match for the first quarter, maybe a big match at halftime or something like that. So they need these extra matches as fillers to, you know, for that. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a method to the madness here, but I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I, I want to care about it more than just have just more matches, you know. Do you, I guess let's just get right into it because we were going to talk about it. The Game 7 of the NBA Finals is going to be on during Money in the Bank. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers came back from a 3-1 deficit to tie up the series. Um, I guess that would have been two nights ago now. In a very, very great Game 6, by the way. I, I assume you guys all watched it. Yep, um, sure, yep, sure did. Yep. Yeah. And um, I guess, my, you know, you talked about they're filling out this card. You know, they're going up against the finals live. But do you feel that this pay-per-view, given the network model and how this will be on demand anytime you want to watch it, is this really competition with the NBA Finals just because they happen to be airing the first airing of it at the same time? I really don't think so. No. D-Wayne's here, by the way, everybody. Hi, D-Wayne. It's no competition whatsoever. I mean, I can go back home. I'd rather see a game. How often do we see a game seven in the NBA Finals? I think the last one was, was Heat Spurs a couple years ago, right? Yeah, but against the Heat. And then before that, it would have been in, um, I think it was 2010, Lakers-Celtics. Yep. And it's not very often that we see that. And for, it, for the fact that we're going to see it, especially with the ramifications from it, whether LeBron finally wins one for Cleveland or the Warriors cap off their 73-win season with the title, my attention, I can say that my attention is honestly more on the finals than on this, on this pay-per-view. Are you guys in agreement with him on that? That it's not competition and that your attention would be more on basketball tomorrow night as we record this? I agree with the first part of that statement. Can you can you elaborate on that? I mean, because it's true. Everything said, the facts are true. But um, I don't know. 
I guess I'm more of a sports person where, like, I do like big games, but I have more interest when it's one of my team. I'm more invested when it's one of my true, team. Very true. So yeah. Very true. I'd rather watch the money in the bank and then refer back to um, the basketball game when I have chance and study the other way around. Or, you know, maybe I'll double screen it or something. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my iPad out and watch the WWE Network on my iPad and have the game, you know, on the big TV where when my wife comes home from work, she can watch it as well. But, you know, I can just have my earphones in and listen to everything on the WWE Network and and watch the finals. I don't need commentary for the finals. I can, you know, use the commentary for WWE because there's always storyline implications in these pay-per-views or special events. So I can multitask and, and look at both of them because especially it's going to be commercials throughout the finals and halftime. So that way the network being on my iPad, I'll just glue to that for the 14 minutes at halftime or the 60 second or two minute commercials, you know, that they put on for NBA finals. So it, I think it'd be easy for me, but once again, no competition because if everybody's plugging into double technology, which people are more accessible to nowadays for those that are capable of having it, um, you can have just as many people who are, you know, subscribed to the network to watch that as well as people watch the NBA Finals. Yeah, I'm really yeah. the same setup as you. What'd you say? I can say the same. I can say the same. I'll probably do the same thing as others are doing. Me too. But I know, I know that my attention will probably be more focused on the TV. Well, on the I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Okay, so it seems like we're all in agreement that the uh, NBA championship will have more viewers. Well, yeah. At the, at the 9 o'clock mark, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, um, is the NBA championship hurt by the Game of Thrones fans? Mm, I, I Again, I don't know if that's direct competition because if you have HBO, then you have HBO Go or HBO Now or whatever it's called where you can watch... You, if you really want to watch it, I guess you could pause the NBA Finals. Uh, to me, in a lot of ways, you know, live sports are kind of the trump, and everything else is kind of on demand. Like, I wouldn't want to watch the Finals Game Seven on demand, but I will watch a wrestling pay per view on demand because I, I, they're they're overexposed. You see those talents every single week on two shows. The draft will help with that, but like like D Wayne said, you're going to see a historic matchup here tomorrow night between the Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. And I agree, but I think being a Walking Dead fan and knowing what that 9 o'clock slot can do, I know the one thing you don't want to have to compete with is social media. That's... Thing, I guess that's the like, thing, yeah. Great point. Yeah, I great got, point. I, like, you gotta watch it because you're like, there's no way I'm letting somebody spoil this for me, you know? So... Which is kind of the benefit of wrestling being a lot like a sport where you can have your eye on multiple things and still kind of follow follow it, whereas opposed to like Game of Thrones, you're going to have to really listen into the dialogue and everything. Yep. So I'm going to, like Celis, I'm going to have the iPad with the WWE Network and I'm going to have the game on my flat screen. And I'm really excited for the game tomorrow night, more so than Money in the Bank, I'm not going to lie. I have, a, I have another question for you guys. So um, maybe a month ago or something, you know, there was discussion that the, the the WWE Network was going to um, kind of like lock down on the number of devices being used at once from a single account. Yes. Um, so typically, I don't. I never had this problem, but typically I used to have. I'm. I'm sorry. I never had a problem with you know you know me using it and somebody else using it. But before when the network first started, like the lagging was so terrible, I used to have it on my computer. 
and on my PlayStation at the same time. PlayStation, obviously, because it's hooked up to the TV. Just like a backup, you mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that too. Have, have you guys experienced that? That new, you know, only one device could be used at a time? No, I, I never, because I always tried it one at a time. I ever had it on my PS4 or my iPad or on my computer. I always did it one at a time. I never did multiple at the same time, so I wouldn't know. I haven't double streamed in a while either because my Apple TV is pretty spot on most of the time. They had some issues on the last pay-per-view. I don't know if you guys had issues with yeah, some buffering. It kind of kicked me off or like rewound at one point to a match like an hour before. But yes, that was really <laughs> annoying. Okay, so that was just everybody. But now my Apple TV is pretty good at this point. I don't. I haven't double streamed in a while. I don't share my account either with with a friend. I don't. I know that's the reason they changed it. So maybe those people have had issues. Yeah, because that's that, that's where I you know I don't want to have to have one messing up, and I can't even have my backup like I usually do. Yep. In the blink of an eye, somebody wins. Yep. Like so, um, at two chains. You said you're more excited for the pay per view, Marcellus. You said the same thing. And it kind of sounds like D-Wayne and I are more in, excited about basketball. Let, I, I also want to put this out there in terms of why I say that. You know, there's three really high-caliber matches on this pay-per-view tomorrow. You have the ladder match. You have Cena and AJ, and you have Roman and Seth. Um, I, I almost want to say it's two and a half. Like, I'm excited to see who wins Money in the Bank. But I, we already just saw a multi-man ladder match two months ago live in person. That was very well done. And it's kind of like more of the same in a lot of ways. I look at this show, though, as like a three-match show, whereas I look at the finals as being potentially a historic game all time, especially if LeBron and the Cavs can take one home to Cleveland. Um, That's why I'm most excited for the game. I don't think WWE did enough for me here. I think think the good thing about it is, too, is that... There's three matches, which means there definitely be one in the beginning, which mm-hmm. we, I think we all agree that the latter match will be yes. first. Um, halftime, we should get to Cena, uh, Cena, AJ Styles, and then the championship match should be the last match. So yeah, that Cena match in the middle during halftime of the game is no mistake because they want the most people to see Cena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know. So again. Basketball is not my favorite sport as well either. So that's yeah. another thing I play because if this was the Super Bowl or any other high uh, caliber, of course the Panthers going to be in all the big matches next year. So, <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> but Don't my fancy. But if it was if it was like if it was a a, a really high pro- football game, no question. But do you no think question. there's something to be said that two of the most prolific professional athletes of this time in Steph Curry and LeBron James competing in a winner takes all? championship game you know that's a pretty big deal even if even if you're not a basketball like like a lot of non-football fans will watch the super bowl and a lot of ways this is super bowl like in that you have two the two most popular players in the game competing in a like a sudden death one game playoff for the title yeah you know i don't know i mean i guess it's just because the super bowl not just it's not biased because i like football better but the super bowl is more advertised and more solicited to be that big omnipotent matchup of all time. But this is just like a, okay, well, it's game seven and it's on Sunday because that's what we designated to be mm-hmm. automatically. So it's just like, no matter what you think, it's going to be on Sunday. No matter how big it is, no matter what it entitles and all that other stuff, like, it, this, this this is going to be on Sunday. And there you go. Yeah. And I think the more, the, the, the thing about football is football, 
storylines play on the field. Basketball, the storylines play afterwards. Because basketball, they always compare somebody to somebody else. And somebody's legacy to somebody else's legacy, you know? Well, then you have LeBron as a free agent, too. Everyone's saying, you know, if they don't win it, does he come back? I think he probably will. But there's that. Yeah, there's like a lot of subtext. Which I guess is kind of what's fun about wrestling too. We want, like we like the matches, but we also like talking about it before and afterward. Yeah. Yep. So and just to add on to your point too, uh, just real quickly, I think the reason why we're probably not excited about this pay per view in general because everybody is still highly anticipating what the draft will be. So WWE kind of has to rush some of these non-built storylines and like finish them off because I really think right before Battleground, that's where you're going to have that real push of your main storyline is what's going to happen with the draft, when is the draft going to happen, who's going where, who's owning what. I think that's where your bigger storyline is. Well, not only that, you look at like this Money in the Bank match. Like Even if Kevin Owens doesn't win, he could just as easily have a shot at a second world title on SmackDown or Raw, depending on how things shake out and if they go to titles like I think they will. Sure. It's, hard to, it's hard to be invested when you don't know where things are going to stand. Like Some of these matches might not end up mattering much at all in a month. So, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, like, real quick, before we move on to the other two quick things from wrestling, who you guys got in Game 7 tomorrow? Uh, I, I'm going on the, the lemon saying Cleveland here. I just I, I said this to D. Wayne, and he can uh, be my witness. I said that before the series even happened, the series won seven games, and whoever won Game 5 will win the whole finals. Now, of course, Game 5, the Warriors are already up 3-1, to one, and if they would have won, they would have won the title. But no dream I on. Yeah, I think Cleveland is now going to win the title. It's going to be a close game. I think the plus minus will be a ten point difference, no more than for whoever wins, and it might go to overtime. But I think Cleveland will pull it out. So D Wayne, I'm guessing your your Warriors all the way here. I want to say this real one time. I think that it's going to be a great game. I think that the crowd, like I said, being in, when I was in Golden State, that crowd was ridiculous in a game five in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you were there. So I can't, I, I can't even imagine how the crowd's gonna, gonna feel games out of the NBA Finals. And I think that LeBron shows up. You're cutting out big time, D Wayne. You sound like the, you sound like the Terminator, D Wayne. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> D Wayne, you cut out like that whole time. He's not even listening to me. Ain't no stopping that, dude. This is what happens when we go live or record live. He's still going. <laughs> This is this is exactly why I always have a backup when I'm streaming to WWE Network. Yep, there you go. <laughs> we don't have a backup D Wayne stream though. No, unfortunately not. D Wayne, you cut out for like a solid forty five seconds there. Just say Cavs or Warriors. I don't even know what this uh, we're keeping this all in. Too. All right, yeah, no, we totally are. I think he said Warriors. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna be. I never thought I root for LeBron James as much as I'm going to root for him tomorrow night. But I really just – I'm a Bulls fan, and I don't want the Warriors to win a title after also breaking our season, season single-season record um, from the 72-10 and 10 Michael Jordan Bulls. So 
I'm going to root for Cleveland, but I think it's going to be hard for Cleveland to break that record that's never been broken in that no team has come back to win the finals down 3-1, especially with the Warriors at home with that crowd. I think that's a really tall order. But if anyone can do it, I guess LeBron could be a part of that. I think Kevin Love's going to have to step up. and I think Tristan Thompson will have to be as big a bigger part of this game than he even was in Game 6, and he was yeah. a big part of Game 6. Um, two chains, who you got? I have the Cavs, and the biggest key is LeBron has to yeah, LeBron has to get at least 30 to 40 points. Oh, that's what I said, two chains, 35 or higher. They well, he's had 41 the last two games, right? Yeah, and this is something about his play when he's uh, he's being able to hit that 18-footer. Yep. Easy. Yes. Absolutely. The fall and the chemistry all comes together. I think. I think LeBron is key to that. I think Tristan Thompson has to crash the boards hard. Um, and, um, you know, as long as LeBron can, you know, hit a shot, Draymond's is going to be sitting there tired, chasing him up and down. When Draymond's an elite defender, no question. But when LeBron's locked in, he's locked in. So. Well, that's the thing is they kept sending Draymond, you know, outside the block, and then you had Tristan Thompson sitting there nabbing rebounds or getting – it was like Lob City – in games yeah. five and six, um, yeah, man, it's gonna be great. I um, I know this is a wrestling podcast, but I'm more excited for basketball. But you know, you're gonna get John Cena and AJ Styles tomorrow night. That's gonna be pretty awesome as well. That's a historic matchup, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. Um, real quick, we just wanted to, uh, you know, there's probably still a lot that needs to come out about the whole Jerry Lawler situation. I think we all can agree that domestic violence is horrible, and we'll get to that further with uh, Adam Rose in a second. But, um, you know, he's kind of come out and shot down some of the how it's been portrayed in the news, what happened with him and his fiance on Friday night. But my question is, he's indefinitely suspended right now, and he's um, the, you know, the color commentator on the SmackDown team. Do we see Corey Graves on SmackDown this week, gentlemen? Oh, that's a that's an interesting call, but I do not think it will happen. So, what's uh, the who's the team on SmackDown then? No team. You got no two team. people, and you got uh, Byron Saxton, JBL, and and Michael Cole probably just a raw announcing team. Well, no, but they already have Mauro and Byron over there, so I'm I think Mauro has to still stay. I just I wonder if they'll do a two person booth or if they'll bring a third in. I believe they'll do a two-person, and they're trying to get a superstar to be able to come down commentary the wheel. And maybe one of them actually stay a little bit longer than usual. So um, you're looking at maybe Titus O'Neil, one of the Usos. Who now follows us on Twitter, by the way. Yes, he does. Yeah. So, so something like that is what I think. Okay. I, I'd, I'd like to see Corey Graves be brought up, but... It, I don't know. I, I wonder if they're going to break away from the three-person booth because I only think it points out the obvious even more if you don't have the three people there because then they'll be like, well, why is there not three people like on Raw? Oh, you didn't hear about Jerry Lawler? You know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's just as obvious when you're like, why is Lawler not on SmackDown? So right. it's not a good sitch, I guess. Um, the other story that came out in the last couple of days, I, apparently Adam Rose, who now goes by Aldo Rose – on the indies has his own pro wrestling tees shop and um they put out a shirt that had his mug shot from his domestic violence arrest um about a month ago on a t-shirt and we're selling it to make money for profit 
Um, I, I guess I just wonder at what point before the, the backlash from all the people online when they pulled the shirt down, at what point do you think they thought this was a good idea? I don't understand it. <laughs> he said he can't write a book, so he said, I'm just going to put out a shirt. It's freezing weirdness. It's hard to say. Just not a smart move. Even trying to think if any publicity is good publicity, but it's just not a smart move in that case. I don't understand. He he had to prove to the courts when he went back because I think the charges have been dropped because he submitted proof that he's getting counseling or help for his issues and that him and his wife are working out their problems, which, you know, that's awesome. I'm very happy to hear that. But if you're working out your issues and you're seeking help, why are you making money off of the horrible thing that you did? Exactly. It's so dumb. A lot of his decisions over the past three months have left me very confused, that that being among them. Mm, interesting, though. I don't know. Um, well, I guess uh, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Enjoy the finals. Enjoy Money in the Bank. Enjoy, I think Cubs-Pirates is the Sunday night baseball game if you it end is. up having three screens tomorrow night. <laughs> um but after, after that, WWE will be without a ton of competition throughout the remainder of the summer until the Packers play in the Hall of Fame game in August, I guess, would be when football comes back for preseason purposes. Um, so this is the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. We will catch you guys with our review and reactions to the goings-on of Money in the Bank and Raw um, on our normal Wednesday deep dive episode. So uh, happy Saturday, happy Sunday, happy Father's Day. Happy, 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 joy, joy. You guys get that reference? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Talk to you guys later.